Hello and welcome to Marvel Movie Marathon, where we are recapping all of the Marvel movies. We are almost caught up. So close. So close. We are on our third to last movie. What's, with the, what's the one before penultimate? Anti-penultimate. Oh, shut the... F- is that real? Yeah. Anti-penultimate. This okay. is the anti-penultimate. There you go. So uh, for our anti-penultimate episode, we are covering Spider-Man 12. Homecoming. <laughs> Is that Spider-Man real? 12, The Reckoning. Yeah. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. The Spidering. Ooh, I like it. Spider. Oh, they should make a Spider Island one. It was Spider-Man uh, 6. 6, yeah. Okay. And they are, they're, uh, the new Miles Morales cartoon one is called, uh, I think it's called, oh, it's, no, it's called Spider-Verse. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they have like Spider-Gwen in it also, I think, mm-hmm. which is sick. I'm so excited for that. It looks really good. Yeah. We saw a trailer the other day. It was great. It was great. So this came out less than we are down to less than a year now because this hit July seventh of twenty seventeen. What? Yeah, pretty crazy. Uh, made made about three hundred thirty million dollars here, uh, eight hundred eighty million worldwide, making it the fifty second highest grossing movie of all time. Dang. Which, where does it lie in the Spider Man films? Uh, s- fucking Spider Man three made more than it, which no! is offensive. What? Yeah. I, I assume people were tricked by Spider-Man 1 and 2, so they went to watch 3 and then went, oh well, no. no, that has to be like opening weekend numbers. That it can't be like people I mean, it, going back. Spider-Man 3 made $890 million, so at Total, least a couple though, right? people went back. Yeah. Um, so it, it's the second highest grossing Spider-Man. Well, so it's got that going for it. That's something, I guess. And actually, wow, uh, all the Amazing Spider-Mans are down below all of the original Spider-Mans. That's weird to me because I loved Andrew Garfield. Yeah, Spider-Man. yeah. And Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, seeing these two, garbage. Mm-hmm. Garbage. Yeah, so let's jump right in. We have really good cast. We've got Tom Holland as... New, new Spider-Man. He is such a cutie. He and kills it. For anybody who hasn't seen his uh, rendition of Umbrella on Lip Sync Battle, <laughs> you have got to Yo, go see that. I yeah. put a gif of him, like, hitting the water yeah. um, on a hot sheet at work. <laughs> nice. I was like, come at me, bro. Oh, so good. So good. Kids I, got moves. This movie was tough for me because I really liked Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man, and mm-hmm. I was bummed they weren't going to make a third one, and that he basically got fired through no fault of his own. Well, yeah, totally Sony's fault. Yeah, and so I was so bummed out that it wasn't going to be Andrew Garfield again because he was so great. But like Tom Holland is perfection. Yeah, yeah. The what like the only saving grace of Andrew Garfield getting totally screwed over by this was that Sony fucked it up so bad that Marvel got half rights back to Spider Man. Yeah, so we nice. get him in the MCU. And like, oh, you know. I will sacrifice Andrew Garfield for that. Yeah, I think Andrew Garfield will sacrifice Andrew Garfield for that. Because he, Spider-Man is his favorite character. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I'm sure he was stoked they were even going to make more. Yeah. I had to wonder if, because, like, we're starting the movie and we're watching the credits and the Sony one comes up first, which is, like, whatever. Um, But when they run the Marvel credits, rather than the standard Marvel credits theme song, it's like... A it's the symphony s- version of the Spider-Man yeah. song. It's, yeah, it's like a string quartet playing the Spider-Man song. Which I don't feel like I remembered that from the first time through. No, so that was a surprise for me this yeah. time. I remember I turned around and went, is this a, is this a wind instrument? No. <laughs> string instruments. Yeah, so I had to wonder if that was a Sony thing. Where they're like, this is a Sony movie. You cannot play your Marvel theme song at the beginning. Could be, yeah. Um, So we have him 
we have we have the vulture, we have Liz, we have MJ in disguise, we've got yes. shitty happy, we've got Tony Stark. Happy really annoyed me in this movie. But he's not a babysitter. He's not. But if you have someone with as children. much power as Spider-Man does, check in slightly more often. Also, Tony made him a babysitter. So Yeah, I get that I get that but he, like, Happy's he didn't, like mad he at didn't, Tony. He, yeah, Happy's mad at Tony. I mean, he shouldn't take it out on Peter, but mm-hmm. like he's an adult man with his own job and responsibilities. Like Yeah, he, and part of that job was to keep it's an not eye on Spider-Man. In his contract, Tony just decided that his was going to be his contract. Whatever Tony tells him to do. <laughs> Look, <laughs> come on. <laughs> so, but I, I had to come to Jesus moment and like realize I should be viewing this movie through the lens of teenagers' problems are often a lot bigger than adults actually. Yeah, because they don't listen. acknowledge. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so maybe we should pay attention to our kids a bit more when they say a giant flying dude is stealing Chitari tech. And making super weapons. Yeah, I don't have time for this right now. Yeah. yeah. I also had I had a kind of a rough moment at the beginning when uh, this new like version of Homeland Security or whatever. Oh, damage control? Damage control comes in and they're like, we're going to take all this stuff. Because obviously it, it sucks for the Vulture and his crew because like... They had contracts. They had contracts. But like also I kind of get not wanting to just let this stuff be salvaged by, by anybody. anybody yeah i get that and really tony should have paid them what he contracted oh, yeah. them for yeah, they, and then let them they go. should have just been bought out of the contract reimbursed for the extra stuff and then you wouldn't have had this problem but they suited it up and rolled in like a bunch of government buttholes yeah so yeah i feel like at this point tony wasn't involved yeah, yeah. Tony so, was like go make the thing happen yeah if tony had known he would have done it like, yeah. he doesn't care about money. So mm-hmm. he would have easily been like, oh, yeah, I'll just reimburse you for all the trucks and, and everything. That's Yeah, that's the problem is that Tony's so far up the top of the ladder that yeah. the stuff that happens on the ground that hurts real people, he doesn't even know that it happens. Yeah. And so he gets all this hate for stuff that people think is malice, like, yeah. but is honestly just He didn't ignorance. know. Yeah. He, didn't he didn't know. know. He, he trusts the people below him and then the people at the bottom are like, fucking everything up. Yeah. And also, inversely, I like... That's where Spider-Man comes in, too, because honestly, like Tony doesn't have time to find somebody's bike. And Spider-Man's out there well, catching he's your bike friendly neighborhood yeah. Spider-Man. And it's just so great. Ugh. He's such a great superhero. That montage him. of him just leaving school and then going to help people was so, so cute. It was so cute. It's so perfect. Spider-Man and pure and like cinnamon. Him, he's like, I, I helped. A, I helped a lost woman. Uh, uh, find there's her an way. old Dominican lady and I gave her directions. She bought me a churro. Oh, my God. <laughs> so cute <laughs> and him him hanging out on the fire escape with his mask pulled up over his mouth so that he could eat is so classic yeah, comic yeah. spider-man S- yeah spider-man mask up eating a hot dog it that's like iconic yeah. and i loved it they they got a lot of just really great shots in here and really like had showed how much he loves New York mm-hmm. and how big of an impact the city has on his powers. Mm-hmm. As you see when he's out in the suburbs and it's like, on the oh, golf course. Oh, crap. <laughs> when he just had to run. <laughs> there, are, there are some some heroes or some characters whose location is such a part of mm-hmm. who they are. Daredevil. And also, I would also say Luke Cage. Well, yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, yeah. Luke Cage and Danny Rand, Daredevil, I'd Spider-Man. Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. Yeah, like, in, it's fucking piece of shit New York, but it's all these people who live in New York. I, man, I hate that city. 
Why can't there wow. be more West Coast superheroes? What's your problem, man? I want West Coast superheroes. I lived there for two and a half years, and I'd fight you in the street for your New York. I mean, it's a fine city. Don't get me wrong, but everything's based out of there. I think it's and I'm different when you live there. I don't live there, so I, know, I don't I'm like it. I'm just saying, I'm from here, and I'm back here, but I live there, and I'll fight you in the street. All, all I'm saying is maybe set up like a, you know, one in five superheroes lives Here's in not New York. All of these companies started in New York. I don't care. They're not well, it's interesting, West though, Coast it's based companies. Because... superhero. No. Fucking shut the fuck up. They have like Corn Man. No. No. AgraFeed. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so many of these shows now are written in Los Angeles. So mm-hmm. I'm like, more LA superheroes. Yeah, exactly. Or... I'm going to throw out a crazy idea here. There's actually a Bay Area in California, too. What? Like, you could have someone from the West Coast not be in L.A., too. L.A.'s, like, my second right under New York. No joke. I actually really like when stuff is, like, randomly set in San Francisco. Like I mean, that's fine. It's so great. Part, whole parts of Sense8 were just, like, running around San Francisco. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, that's us. Like, Ant-Man. Ant-Man's set in San Francisco. Ant-Man Jackass. is set in San Francisco. Also Star Trek. Only when they're looking for whales. No, no that's the what... fucking headquarters is here. That's... The training academy I'm so is proud here. Starfleet headquarters. I, is I never really got into the force. I don't. I don't know. I will. She's gonna <laughs> fly across the table and kill you with her Oof. bare fucking oh, with this goddamn giant table. <laughs> um, I don't think we should go over the whole film because nah, everybody's nah, seen it. It's still it pretty came fresh. Out, like, I want to talk ago. about my favorite part, not favorite part, but the part I enjoyed the most in the theater. We go to the theater. We're watching this movie. It's really fun. Holland is cute. The um, Liz is adorable and such a nerd. And like they're all flirty and great. He asked her to d- the dance and like it's super cute. This whole time he's fighting this bad guy, blah, blah, blah. Knocks on Liz's door, opens it up, and it's the fucking bad guy. Our entire theater went. <gasps> Dude, yeah, I did all not see that coming. It was the best twist I think in 2017. Right. I did not see it coming at all. And it was it was interesting for me because a lot of the times, if you're gonna have like a quote unquote twist, like some sort of Shyamalan twist, I I feel like there needs to be hints in the movie and there were in none. order to make it feel not like a cheat. But because it was, it, it's not the point of the yeah. film, you know. And so having it just come up out of nowhere felt natural, like so surprising, but also mm-hmm. doesn't feel like a cheat upon yeah. rewatch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. It was beautifully done. And I just like, I remember that moment in the theater, just 500 of us at the same time got taken in by this film. Yeah. It was, it was lovely. And then you get that yeah. crazy car scene oh where, my God. Oh my God. where he's straight up like slipping into villainy yeah. and like Liz is, doesn't even notice. She's completely checked oh, out. Oh, my dad's a weirdo. Mm-hmm. Dad, stop being so strange. Well, it's just so cool, too, because it reinforces it. I mean, it's not cool, but it reinforces that, you know, for all of his badassery and like, hey, I just caught an elevator the other day. Like He's still 16. Yeah. He, 15, 15 yeah, years old. Yeah, he's a 15-year-old kid. And like this, this is an adult scary man. as fuck guy yeah. can just intimidate Oof. the heck Oof. out of him. Yeah. Also, man, thumbs up to, oh, no. Michael Keaton. Yes, thank you. All I could think of was Birdman. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is Birdman. Yeah, yeah. It, like. Man, he killed it in this role. Oh, my God. This is like the golden age of Michael Keaton, and I am here for it. I've missed him. Mm-hmm. He's great. Yes. I mean, he, he killed it over on DC a, a while ago. Like, he was in DC a minute ago, and then he now he's in Marvel being amazing. Also, a minute ago. Yeah, it was. It I was think it was at ago. least 10 minutes. <laughs> 
Anyway, that was one of the best parts of this yeah, whole movie. Yeah, so good. All this other stuff was cute. I mean, this Peter Parker was so perfect for me because they kept him 15. You know, the first two, he was barely in high school. Mm-hmm. Like, he was there for a hot minute, and then they, like, aged him yeah, right out. he's off to college. Right. And so I like that he's 15. He's a sophomore. Like, he's going to be here for a little while. And... He's such a dork nerd too, mm-hmm. which is so perfectly Peter Parker. Oh yeah. Um, when there's they go through the video footage with Karen, and it's just him pretending to like be Avengers and stuff, and, like introduce so him around at parties. Like, I just that was so perfect and teenage boy, and I just liked it so much. So I love Karen. I was pretty bummed. Karen. I was pretty bummed when he was running around towards after he loses the suit, and so he has to go back to just like being in to PJs. The sweaters. Mm-hmm. And so then we didn't have Karen anymore, and I'm like, that oh, I miss Karen. Come I back, Karen. Karen. Yeah. Also, I, on a completely different note, I feel like uh, Tony Stark was such a perfect person to have as your like window into the the bigger MCU because mm-hmm. he went. You know, we're coming fresh off of Iron Man three, where he essentially went through the same thing, realizing, hey, you know, if you're nothing without your suit, then, then you don't deserve. The yeah, suit. Mm-hmm. and just getting that like driving that home to Peter that hey, it's all about what's inside, mm-hmm. not not all the the fancy kill tech stuff yeah. and. Well, also, that suit was so perfectly Tony, where there's just too fucking much in it. Yeah. 500 different web combinations. Like, no. Tony. Anthony. (laughs) Anthony. Tone it down, bud. Like, it's too much. He's 15. What? Well, I like that he he put all that stuff in there. He crammed all this weird shit in there, but then he locked it all behind a firewall. So at least he was aware. Was it um, the training wheels protocol? Training wheels protocol, yeah. And then also he's keeping an eye on him with the baby monitor protocol. Yeah. I love that part where he's like, the what? And Karen goes, the baby monitor protocol. And he just drops with his hand. He's like, of course it's called that. Like, oh God, Tom Holland. He's so perfect. Um, How great was Donald Glover just like randomly yeah! in his movie with like a, a wonky eye and like a shitty car. And mm-hmm. he's like a low level street like dude. Ugh, great. Yeah, that that felt like a nice... Shout out to the fans who'd been stumping so for him hard. To be and, miles yeah. Miles. yeah. They're like, look, it's not going to happen this time. But look. We'll get him in the film. He's going to be funny. Yeah. He's going to be real sad about his ice cream. <laughs> that was so funny where he's like, okay, thanks. He's like, no, 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 no. You come out. You fix this. I have ice cream in here. And he's like, you know how you did. I love his first his first scene where those dudes with the van are they're like, trying to. Why are you trying to upsell me, man? Yeah. I they're just trying, want a gun. They're trying to sell him all this crazy high-tech weaponry. You can blow up a whole city block. And he's like, I just want a gun. I just need something to like tuck in my pants, man. I love that line. Why are you trying to upsell me? I was <laughs> yeah, like, it's so shit. perfect. Also, it's a great moment, too, because he's 15, but he shows up once guns are pulled. And he goes, hey, why don't you shoot at me? Oh, yeah. And I like that that came around later in the film where Donald Glover's character is like, that was pretty badass. And I, as a person who is not bulletproof, really appreciated that. Yeah. So let me help you out here. Yeah, it was great. Marissa Tomei was great. I, I didn't like say, though, how they utilized her character. I, I I felt like they had the she's his hot aunt ran a bit too long as an ongoing joke. And I wish she had oh, had with Tony. Yeah, well, and with everybody. And because it was it was Tony it was um, oh, the, the waiter at the restaurant. The waiter, and there was at least one more person who was like, "Oh, you know, something, something about your aunt," and like, "Oh, it was the sandwich guy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I wish they'd had like, like legit one she's... other scene with her yeah. by her. Oh, she, she's oh, super like being hot. Something more than his hot aunt. Yeah, yeah. Like have her 
out with one of her friends talking about like, oh, you know, Peter's going through all these weird changes and I just don't know. It's like just like a scene away from being. Yeah. Flesh her out a little bit more because I don't think I actually know what she does. Like, what is what does she do? She's Peter's hot aunt. That's her job. I thought it was interesting at the end of the last movie we watched, which was Guardians 2. Mm hmm. There's a stinger at the end of Guardians 2 with Aunt May in it. Yes. And she was like, or no, it was, it wasn't, it was in, it was Civil, in War. Civil War yeah. when she showed up in Civil War and they had her done up like movie star Marissa Tomei. And she was like, done up. But then in this movie, she's like the weird hipster aunt with the awkward glasses and the really high pants. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was such a, a weird, like I get it because whoever directed the film was like, no, she's going to be like an aunt. She's yeah, young she's and a she's bit more chill. Tomei, like... But like, she's not going to be a hottie. So I just thought that was really strange um, that there was no through line. And yeah, like, they... I wish they had talked a little bit, I guess, mm-hmm. or something, because that felt weird. I mean, I could headcan it with, oh, maybe she was going somewhere special that night, so she dressed herself up, but yeah. it just felt weird. And no joke, I didn't really even notice the Aunt May is hot thing, because, like, legit Aunt May's hot. She but is. you're not yeah. wrong that I would have liked at least one scene where we talked about what Aunt May likes and does around people. And I did get tired of Tony hitting on Aunt May. Mm-hmm. I was like, that- Tony, you're back with Pepper. Stop being gross. Yeah, that was, that was un- a little unsettling for me. I mean, it wasn't like... I think he was being funny because he knew it made Peter uncomfortable. Yeah, I, yes. I think a lot of his was it, poking at Peter. Also, it was like, come on, man. I yeah, don't really like be, be it. cool. Because <laughs> we love Pepper and I'll kill you. Correct. Also, Pepper will kill you. Pepper yeah. will fucking kill Though, you. Though, how much do I love that scene at the very end? Oh, where my God. She just comes out of there and she's like, what's happening? Where's the kid? Yeah. Did you two screw this up? I love the three of them together. Yeah, They're just that like was great. friends from way and then back. Happy's been carrying that ring for like 10 years. I love it at eight. I love that Tony is committed to doing the thing, but the ring shows up and he just like, you can see his whole body freeze and he kind of goes, okay, like, like he's, he's going to do it obviously Mm -hmm. based on asking for the ring and then catching the ring. But in the moment when it was like, nope, it's now. I like that old Tony Stark like came up out of nowhere and he was like, oh, fucking shit. No. Also, Pepper, her whole, she was like a grimace. Like, her whole face was her like. Her whole oh. face was like confused. No, thank you. Like, it was so funny. She's like, You've been, that's been in your pocket for 10 years. Gross. <laughs> yeah. Just really good movie. Oh, I like it. it a lot. I'm like, I'm always bummed that they can't get Gwyneth Paltrow back for a lot of the ones because I love Pepper and I want to see her Pepper all the time. Great. Mm-hmm. And she was but, perfect. It was three minutes of Pepper being perfect. Yeah. So if we can't get her for anything in Infinity War other than like one shot, you I'm know, fine. that would be fine. Or at least like a line about how she and Tony are making each other crazy with wedding planning. Something. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Pepper's like, I just want to get married with the Justice of the Peace. And Tony's like, no, we're going to spend no, five million dollars. A bunch of money. The Pope's going to be there. Everyone's coming. <laughs> it's going to be all of Central Park. It's going to just be the whole of Central Park is our wedding so everyone can come. And she's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> Tony is the definition of extra. Yeah. Anyway, I loved this movie. It's so great. Rewatching it reminded me how much I love this movie. Yeah. Just the whole thing was a delight. There wasn't a single moment where I was bored or checked out. I loved Michael Keaton's bad guy, how his slow progression into murder mm-hmm. like was so interesting to watch because he used to just be this construction dude. Yeah. And then just it was always that, oh, I'll just take just one, one more, more step, small step. One more step. Yeah. One more step. Mm-hmm. Also, we didn't see Uncle Ben get killed. <laughs> yeah. Huge thumbs up. <laughs> more well, movies should do that. Monica was like, you made, I think, a, a comment while we were watching about how 
the original Spider-Man movies are such a bummer. At least uh, the t- or they're the, such a fucking downer. It takes them forever to get going, and I'm like, yeah, it's because we always got to murder Uncle Ben at the beginning. And yeah. then you're just like, the whole movie is just grief-stricken. Peter, like all I remember from the Tobey Maguire ones is him like on the verge of tears for two and a half hours. That's that's his face. Also, I hate that guy. <laughs> um, so this was such a delight that it's been like long enough where they both obviously miss Uncle Ben. They're both obviously codependent on one another because they lost this person. Mm-hmm. So they both deeply care about each other and worry about each other. But they've gotten to a good place in the grief system where they can miss him and love him, but it doesn't rule their lives. Oh, yeah. 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 Also, I like how at, after the the final scene with the with the with Peter and the vulture fighting and Peter saves his life. Yes. And then he goes to jail. That and was then, great. And then that other guy approaches him and is like, I'm going to, I'm going to kill that, that guy. guy. And he just looks him in the face and he lies and he, he covers for Peter. Yeah. And I'm, I love that. I love it's, it's like, it reminds me a little of the flash and captain cold mm-hmm. about how, they they're not really friends, but they, they don't want each other dead. Yeah, there's there's a level of earned respect there that he's like, right. I respect this guy enough to to not tell this schmuck how to yeah. kill him. I think it's like a weird it's like layered for the vulture, too. It's like he saved his daughter, mm-hmm. so he probably feels like he probably can't kill him. Then he went and saved him, too. Yeah. But also he put him in jail. So if anybody's going to kill the Spider-Man, yeah, it's going to fucking me. be me. Yeah. Not one of your low-level mooks on the street. Yeah. But also, like, I don't think he'd be able to kill him because they're in that weird mutual, like, yeah, whatever. There's like a, yeah. I'm just saying what you said. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, oh, and the last scene with Peter and May. Yeah. Where she sees him in the new suit. Oh. No secret. What yeah. the fuck? I love the MCU because there are no fucking secrets. It's great. Yeah. Great. I'm really excited to see what they do with the second movie. She's going to be so mad when he goes off to fight. Uh-huh. He's like, yeah. no, Aunt May, I got to go. She's Aunt like, May, no, you don't. You are 16. You get your butt back here. Okay. And on that note, let's go to my favorite time where I get to judge your choices. Oh, man. This is so, it's so much harder with the good ones than yeah. the bad ones. <laughs> Just slide it somewhere above Avengers 2. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, that's... <laughs> Make her go first this time. Beatrice, go first this time. Okay. Wait, you never have to go first. You go first this no, time. No, no, I'm the note taker. I, I gotta see my list. <laughs> All right, let careful, me look careful, at this careful. thing. Yeah, don't, don't unplug this. I'll try. Uh, okay, so it looks like my top ones are... Cap, Iron Man, Cap, Iron Man. <laughs> I, for one, am shocked. Avengers. I am surprised. It's my surprised face. <laughs> um, oh man, it's gonna go. It's gonna go pretty high because I had such a good time watching this movie. Yeah, and I think that's a just good mark for it. Also, is it's very rewatchable. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There are so many tiny things that happen. Like I love when while you're thinking, we didn't I, talk about Ned. We didn't talk about Ned. Ned's Ned who great. is great. The guy in the chair. Yeah. The guy in the chair. I also love the part where he comes home, crawls across the ceiling, drops down, and Ned's in his room, and then like he's just standing around in his boxers with his friend, and nobody makes any like jokes. Mm-hmm. There's no no homo moment. There's no comment from Aunt May. She literally just goes, let's go get dinner. Probably you should put pants on. Like, it was so lovely. Like, just two boys can be friends together. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is going to go above Thor 1 and below Cap 1. You can put it next to your thing. Or just I'm, I'm going to make Kenneth do it. My goodness. You're going to have to say it again. Between Cap 1 and Thor 1. You should probably put this above Cap 1. Fucking 
disagree. Do kill you. Disagree. Though it's it's close. Like if I could, if there could be overlap, there yeah. would be. It's like if they're tied. Yes. All right. All right. All right. All right. Because this one is so fun. Uh, Cap one is full of pain, <laughs> but yeah. also I'm kind of it, here for it's that. It's all just anguish. Yeah. Sweet, sweet anguish. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no, who am I? Between Cap 3 and Iron Man 3. What? Dang, Who am I? I don't know. No, that seems right. Who am I? Who am I? Oh, wow, that's way up there. It's pretty high. I'm uncomfortable about it. Okay, that is a new fourth place for Monica. Okay, and for me... Oh, oh, geez. Um, Obviously above that. Yep. Yep. What? Yep. You have to. You have to tell us. Nah. That's rude. Nah. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be my new top three is Cap Three, Spider Man, Cap Two. Oh shit! It's. I love this movie so much, and it's just so much fun, and. It nails Spider-Man so well, and I feel it like really does. it does. Tobey Maguire was a good Peter Parker. Andrew Garfield was a good Spider-Man, and Tom Holland just it's does a great both. both of them well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, he was a dancer. That's why he looked so good doing oh, the Spider-Man nice. stuff. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. He was like a professional dancer before he started acting. Cool. Okay. Um, I love Mister. I hate Cap One. That two of your top three are Captain America films. That, neither of them are Cap One though. Look, bud. So <laughs> Cap One was. A movie that was made, and I watched it. And then they were like, hold my fucking beer. We're going to make Cap 2. And it's going to be the best thing that was ever yeah. put into your eye face. Except then they're like, oh, no, okay, that was that was good. <laughs> That's when they go, hey, Cap now 2, we're back. hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm, so great. Yeah. 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 When, right. do we get to re- when do we get to rearrange? We have to wait till after Infinity War? Um, or we could do it right before Infinity War. Because um, then we're, I think because we're going to be done. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, I, yeah. I don't know that we, I don't think it'd be fair to actually put Infinity War in this ranking because I know at it's least for brand, me it's I get gonna like be real yeah high. new yeah. movie hype. Okay, so we'll rearrange it, Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, and we'll be back next week with Thor three the Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yeah. Ragnarok the house. Oh, so on that note, we'll see you same Spider Time, same Spider Channel. Bam pow. <laughs> Okay, so on that note, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Same Bam Time, same Spidey channel. Bam Pow! What the hell? Oh my god. Sorry, I'm trying to buy a car. Let's do it one more time. My god. <laughs>